Chapter 6 of The Tale of Chirpy Cricket. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Tale of Chirpy Cricket by Arthur Scott Bailey. A Plan Goes Wrong. Chirpy Cricket never fiddled faster than he did that night. Somehow he had a notion that the faster he fiddled, the more quickly the night would pass. For Freddy Firefly had promised to loan Chirpy his light, because Chirpy needed it when he saw Miss Christabel Cricket to her home beyond the barnyard fence. Chirpy was going to see her safely to her door when the night's concert was ended, and he could hardly wait until the time came when he would flash that wonderful light in the eyes of all his friends. I hope you won't go dancing across the meadow tonight, he remarked anxiously to Freddy Firefly. You might wander into the swamp and get lost. Oh, there's no danger of that, Freddy assured him. If you stumbled into the wet swamp, you might put your light out, Chirpy Cricket warned him. But Freddy Firefly laughed and told him not to worry. I always enjoy at least one dance in the meadow each night, he explained. They're expecting me over there now, and I don't want to disappoint them. No, Chirpy answered, and neither do you want to disappoint me. So please don't fail to be on hand when the music's finished. After telling Chirpy that he wouldn't fail him, Freddy Firefly flitted away. But in spite of what he had said, Chirpy Cricket couldn't help feeling nervous and uneasy. And he fiddled so fast that the other fiddlers kept complaining. They said he wasn't playing in time. Chirpy Cricket was too well-mannered to contradict them, but he had his own opinion, which he kept to himself. He thought his companions were out of time. Goodness, he exclaimed under his breath, I never heard such slow fiddling in all my life. There was another way, too, in which Chirpy annoyed the others. He kept asking them, first one and then another, what time it was. And of course, nobody wants to stop and look at his watch when he is fiddling. At last, one of his cousins told him, in answer to his question, that it was time to stop talking and pay attention to the music. After that, Chirpy Cricket tried to be patient, but it was hard not to be restless, and he kept leaping into the air, hoping to get a glimpse of Freddy Firefly's twinking light for it seemed to him that Freddy would never return from the meadow. At last, the fiddlers stopped playing, one after another, for the night was going fast. The cricket family always liked to be home before daylight. Chirpy had almost given up hope of seeing Freddy Firefly, but to his great delight, Freddy came skipping up just as Chirpy stood before Miss Christabel Cricket, whom he expected to see to her home. I'm glad you've come, Chirpy greeted him. I'll take your light now, and I'll return it to you tomorrow night. Oh, that would be too much trouble for you, Freddy Firefly said. I'll go right along with you and your young lady, and after I've lighted her home, I'll do the same for you. Oh, but that would be too much trouble for you, Chirpy Cricket objected. Let me take the light, please. He certainly didn't want Freddy Firefly tagging along with Miss Christabel Cricket and himself. Of course, 
Freddy Firefly couldn't give Chirpy his light. It's just as much a part of him as his head. And since Chirpy Cricket began to get excited and said again and again that the light had been promised him, in the end, Freddy had to explain everything. It was a great disappointment to Chirpy Cricket. He had expected to have wonderful fun flashing Freddy Firefly's light. But Miss Christabel Cricket did not seem to mind in the least. You want to blame Freddy Firefly for not loaning his light, she said. You know you wouldn't let him take your fiddle. Well, Chirpy Cricket hadn't thought of that, and he had to admit that what she said was true. And just then, the sun peeped over Blue Mountain, so everybody hurried home along after all. End of chapter 6